You royalite! What? Why is there half eaten Uther in the lane? Oh, I had a big lunch. I was soaking a lot of lanes, and there was candy. Oh, okay, but there's half eaten Uther in the lane. There's blood and entrails everywhere. Well, I'm kind of full right now. I can only eat so much and wait. What? What? I left Uther entrails in the lane. Yes. Ooh, snack time. Welcome to Keep for Fun. This is a Heroes and Storm community show which focuses on having fun in the game. Anne's on a winning streak. Royal is trying to find her way back to ranked. And we have to talk about some problems with Blizzard. And there's cake! So let's queue up. So, as we get started, we're going to start today with really positive, fun stuff. All about me. <laughs> because Yay! I have had a great time in HOTS over the last eight or so days. I'm been, excited to hear about this. It's been fantastic. Before we get started, I have to thank the people who allowed me to have a great a great time in HOTS. And that would be Commander, Aurora, Meow, and Fish for Red, who were people I all met in my first uh, game last Friday, and who just killed it in ranked we went seven and one on friday and it led to what has been a 10 and two overall just kind of comeback and ranked for me i'm almost at 50 percent, which is a little depressing to say but it's it, it's better than it sounds and the thing that made this happen was as we as we got in i wasn't plugged in i wasn't going to be on comms and everybody else and none of them were grouped up everyone else is on comms and like hey let's get in let's have some fun and we all ended up um this uh the five of us kind of rotating throughout the rest of the day kind of playing here and there as as a stack we only lost one game when aurora uh she was healing us a, a lot on brightwing she was a bronze level brightwing which is better than most, you know, gold level other healers. Um, but she had to go and search for some possibly feral kittens that she heard outside of her window. Oh and, no! <laughs> yeah, and we lost that game because we didn't have our Brightwing with us. So, uh, it we just happened to find each other and we happened to stick together. And I didn't want to start that's talking. So nice, like it is. finding these people and clicking. Like this is what really this team base game is about. Mm-hmm. And the other day I had a couple more games with Fishes Red and we had some good some good turns there. But um I want to talk about we should be working more to find people because there's a lot that's going on in the game that is actually useful to you. Um the main channels in the game all are terrible. For anyone who's ever played World of Warcraft Think about Baron's chat. Think about trade chat. And think about how much you don't like those chats. <laughs> I That's... do have to say that I have actually gotten people from the main channel. And from personal experience, I agree with this advice. Yeah. And stop watches right twice a day. So the main channel is going to have a good person in it every now and again. 
But there are a couple of community channels out there that you can certainly join. If you go slash join uh, AMOVE TV or slash join Frog Pants, those are channels for two other podcasts who don't need us promoting them. But the people in those channels in the game are actually really, really good. And you can usually find uh, a full stack of people who are willing to play the game with you. There's also all the friends on your friends list. But one of the best things that happened in this you know big win streak that happened for me was People just talk during draft. Instead of playing solo like I was intending to do last Friday, everyone just kind of got in and started chatting. And we determined roles really quickly. And once that happened, we just started winning and winning and winning. Now, Yeah, and I, I wanted to say that I think what you're talking about is something that people should also try looking out for. Mm-hmm. That when Even if you do queue up solo... And you feel like in the game you really mesh well, you really communicate well. Try and you know connect with them after the game's over and queue up again. I I think you know that's a great idea and great thing that happened. And here's how good this was: the first person I thanked, Commander, played nothing but Nova. Oh, geez. <laughs> and he okay. was amazing. He was amazing. He always last picked her. He always last picked her. And we always we always built around what can everyone do. Mm-hmm. And I and, played, of course, nothing but stitches. Okay, coming from... Uh, and let me check right now. Sorry. I apologize, guys. I should know this off the top of my head. You're a level but... 69 Nova. Oh, really? I believe that's the case, but go no, ahead and check. No, not anymore. I'm 71 now. Oh, I'm okay, sorry. So coming from a level 71 Nova, Nova can be incredibly strong if played well, but she's mm-hmm. so easily countered. So that's why I don't play her in ranked. And because it also tilts people amazingly if you try and play Nova in ranked. But We just had him pick last and he rocked. And so talking during the draft, clicking with people, avoiding the main channels, but there's one thing that we need to talk about here. We need more tools for this game. Uh, oh, again, I agree. Again, not to not to pimp other podcasts, but Garrett and Kyle have been droning on about communities, as have uh, the boys over at Core, for well over three years now. So let us add our our voice, our our tiny tiny little six episode voice to that, and say, Blizzard, if you're listening to this startup upstart podcast about your dead game in classic. Uh, not dead. I know. That was a joke, Royal. It was sarcasm. Okay. My meter wasn't working. Let me bang it. Okay. So, Blizzard, if you're listening to this upstart podcast about a dead game in your classic, please understand we need more in-game community tools. The tools on the launcher don't help us when we're in the game and we can't access them from the game. We need well, in-game community tools. Okay, I I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you know that if you they have a party finder? Yep. Okay, this wasn't sure because like where they have it located, it's not it's the terrible. easiest to find. To get to the party finder, and I'm going to launch hots right now just just for this. You have to stay on the launch page, and there's a little tiny button that you click. To find a party. Yeah. Well, you can also get back to that page by hitting on the logo. Mm-hmm. But still, but it's people, like not intuitive. 
No, there's nothing intuitive about it. And if you're like me and your G-Force is loading up over you, you're not even seeing that party finder. Oh, Rylight invited me to join a party. Oh, let's go together. (laughs) How about that? We found each other through the party finder. See, these tools work, right? We we actually found each other because we're not on our friends list. And that's another (laughs) problem that we have to talk about. Blizzard, if you're listening to this, why is the friends list capped at 200? There is no good reason to cap the friends list at 200. Royalite, how many people have you had to delete this year? Oh, well, I learned my lesson. Mm -hmm. And I only include, like, family and friends that I know in real life because it just gets kind of unruly or like really close friends. Yeah. I don't add uh, random people. I don't add a lot of people. I don't add people from in game, which is terrible after hearing your experience. You know, I should do that more, but it just like, I'm a whore for the XP. I add everybody. Yeah, I I don't. I try and keep it to, you know, because otherwise I'm like, who are all these people? I don't remember who they are. When I see they haven't logged on for more than a month, that's when I delete them. Oh, okay. So I'll regularly go through a, a friends list purge. And there are people on my Battle.net friends list that I, that I add to. Um, if, you, if you open up your Battle.net friends list, you can... Uh, add favorites, and anyone who's awesome is on favorites, including people who I haven't played with in three years. And Chaos Muse and Grubane, if you're listening to this, I miss playing with you guys. <laughs> um, but my old boss at trolls.gg liquid is, is still on my favorites. Uh, Mouse Divided, my friend Beth, who lives in Kansas City and who I haven't seen in almost a decade, as well as her husband Ryan. And and her sister Z, they're all on my friends list. I never play with them. Oh, stuff it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people that let, let's see who's one that you know not on for you know five years is my oldest one. Ooh, yeah. So there's lots of that. things. There's lots of tools that we have, but the last thing I want to say about this, and then we can talk about. Let me get the couch out. You can take a seat in the couch anytime you like, Royalite. But the I, I last thing I want to say is... Very, I don't when, sit very well, but I will try. You, you, can, you can crouch in, 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 uh, in munching position and grab an Uther Vemur. Okay. So the last thing I want to say is whenever possible, avoid queuing up alone. Whether you're doing quick match or anything else, you should always try to find someone to play with it for no other reason than the XP and the gold bonuses. So you always get you always get better games with friends. And while a lot of people will say, well, queuing up as a five stack makes the game makes the wait for the game longer because a five stack has a huge advantage against everybody else. It's worth the wait to have a good game. It really is. And you should do it. So that was my fantastic, wonderful week. Um, we're going to do a, a little open therapy, therapy right now, and uh, we have to talk to the, the fairy dragon on the couch. What? Royal Light. What? Royal Light. What? What's happening in ranked what do you mean? for you? Oh, me in ranked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, this time it's not my fault. It's not your fault, Royal Light. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it really isn't. It's, um, you know, so there was that game update, and mm-hmm. I've been having these massive freezes in the game where I will DC the whole nine yards. And then it happens during a team fight. And it's a little exciting because when I log back in, reconnect, I'm kind of like, did we win that team fight or not? You know? (laughs) So, uh, and kind of a spoiler. No, it it takes too long sometimes for the AI to kick in during a team fight. And so a lot of times it would not be the greatest outcome for my team. So because of that happening, I am not going to go into ranked and ruin my game and ruin other people's game too, where I lock out in DC. Um, And actually I shouldn't say lock up because I looked into what's happening. So if this is happening for other people, I know the answer because I went through and I was extremely frustrated. I was following all the steps, the repair file, you know, restart do your drivers turn off your antivirus i was doing all the suggestions Mm -hmm. then i found a post on reddit that said that what's happening is especially in these team fights the game is actually loading assets so when there's a game update the game doesn't update all the files and all the assets at once evidently it updates them sometimes as it needs them, which I have to say is annoying, but it's making sense because in the beginning of this, I was having at least four freezes a game. And now that I've been playing quite a bit, I probably have um, one freeze a game. So it seems to be happening less and less as I evidently get all the new assets loaded. But I don't know if there's a fix to this other than maybe you want to play a bunch of QMs and not care if you lose or play a bunch of AIs and, you know, uh, there you can't lose. So, uh, yeah, that's been uh, my experience uh, so far. Did you have any, any luck with your unranks tonight? Or are we still I, oh, unranked? I actually I think my last no, I still had at least one freeze in a game mm. tonight. But I think I have played games without any freezes. But it's it's also because from what I understand, you know, it could be a new sound, it could be a new terrain texture. They were saying like it could be uh, you know, a new animation. Mm-hmm. So as I encounter all the different heroes and get all the different assets that I am apparently uh, either outdated or missing, hopefully this will go away. And then I am getting the itch for ranked. I think I'm, I'm, I was hesitant before. I think I'm getting ready to like jump in and get serious. That's good. Ranked has been just a lot of fun this season once the tourists left, and I don't know when the next season begins if I'm going to start right from where I, where I am. 
or well it, you know can i just say when you have a nice winning streak and ranked mm-hmm. it makes the game really fun it does <laughs> it does but the game is fun the game is fun anyways the game is even fun in some losses we had a co- I had a couple of losses where we just got outplayed yeah we, the last the last game i had was actually lost on sky temple where um we thought we had drafted correctly we thought what we had was good and we just absolutely got bullied in the lanes and absolutely outplayed and we lost the game pretty much in the first two minutes mm-hmm. and there wasn't a whole lot that could be done about it um because it turns out that when you get countered hard and you don't realize it it's it, it, when you're this low in the level it's really hard to change what you had planned yeah and get everyone on board with it especially when your biggest complainer won't get in voice chat. Well, have you been using some of the things that I've been talking about? You know, I know we I had a game. I was using those before you talked about. <laughs> okay, well, I, I wasn't sure, you know. Uh, I know. Because sometimes it's really hard to, like, remember to do the camp times at the right time. The problem like, was they had a faster camper than we did. mm and he got he got to the camps before we could get to them, and it was too late. And when we got there, he, he his friends were showing up, and we were already level behind. And at that point, we were just in trouble. Mm-hmm. So we had we had a lot of problems, largely because our support would not get on comms and was busy complaining the whole game. <laughs> yeah, you know, people don't realize that when you stop to type. You're not playing the game. And when you do that a lot, it can really uh, impact your performance. Yeah, we had we had what I thought was a really good draft. We thought it was a really good comp. And we just, it was, it was rough. Um, and it was, uh, we had, we had a Nova, Blaze, Stukov, Stitches, Kel'Thuzad. Against Malthiel, Muradin, Tracer, Lily, Jaina. Malthiel was just camping faster than 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 Blaze and I can get to camps because we needed two to camp and he only needed the one. Mm-hmm. And Tracer was just murdering us. Aww. I mean, it was almost like Tracer was being played by Brightwing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes I I wanted to say, speaking of complaints. Mm-hmm. That uh, I've been seeing some about the main site not being updated, especially for our new hero Anduin. Hmm. Let me let me go cry some fake tears. <laughs> oh yeah, you would you would rat. Oh okay. So Blizzard just isn't updating the site for Anduin. Blizzard just is disrespecting Anduin, right? I would say they're respecting him exactly the amount that he deserves for the board. <laughs> okay. Well, and you but know, right. to, to be fair, um, other websites like uh, Heroes Profiler, Hot Slogs, just to name it for you, in general, people have been kind of slacking in keeping the updates coming. Yeah, it is disappointing because I'm looking at it now and Anduin is not on the all. And that's unfortunate because they do have him on the front page of the Hero Spotlight video. They had the balance patch for May 22nd. 
But when you click on Heroes, the most recent one they have up there is Imperius. Yeah. And so if you wanted to look up the heroes in the game, you can't see the most recent hero. And that's... We, we can talk about other sites slacking, but honestly, Blizzard doesn't have an excuse. They have yeah. to keep this stuff updated. Because some people will use fan sites, but people are more likely to go to the main site. And this was uh, a problem. You go know, ahead. I guess it's just this is what happens when you get rid of people and lay them off. And, you know, they're, they're focusing and prioritizing very nicely. I must say though, on the updates, the new heroes are kind of slow, but like we're getting reworks and balance patches pretty nicely, pretty, you know, on time. Yep. And, but the problem is, though, that this isn't new. I mean, it's the first time they've not had the new hero up because usually they have the, they had the new hero up when the the hero was announced. I mean, you go back to a lot of the past years that we've had. The announcement came out, the hero was up, boom, like that. Yeah, so. I know. I would be able to uh, use like their pictures and stuff because a lot of times I would be at work. I'd mm -hmm. be really excited and I wanted to post it on Twitter and talk to people about it. And yeah, I would just go to the website and pull the stuff up because, you know, I, I don't have access to the game when I'm working. Not legally. Well, yeah, I mean, I could call him sick. <laughs> yeah. But, um, the, 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 the thing is, though, this has been a problem with Blizzard websites in general. Because when you go back to the problem with uh, eSports in Blizzard, and this, this is true for both Heroes of the Storm eSports and for Hearthstone eSports, which are the two I know most about because of the two I follow, it's been almost impossible to get good information on what's going on in those eSports since they've been eSports on the actual Blizzard site. We've been more or less dependent entirely on Liquipedia to make sure that we're getting accurate information or having to uh, be in the Twitch chat and type uh, slash bracket to get the Battlefy, the Battlefy link for whatever uh -huh. eSport you happen to be watching. Um, Blizzard's been really dropping the ball on the websites and the content on the websites for a very long time when it well, comes to the free-to-play games. Yeah, and... And speaking of esports, you yeah, know, we, we just saw in our news feed just today mm -hmm. some really interesting um, news about the esports. If you want to explain what's going on there, I do. And let's start by saying that we have two articles dropped today. This is June 1st. The first one you can find over at uh, Dexter, Dexter 2, and the other one you can find at .esports. They're both about morale problems in the Blizzard staff and high-profile high profile people who are set to leave amid these problems. It's focused on Kim Fan, uh, who is the global product director of, of Blizzard Esports, and she is... Now, before we go any further, this news just dropped today. We're recording five hours after the um, .esports article dropped and so we haven't had a chance for any more stuff to come out 
there have been no verifications on this because usually when something like this happens, there will be people who go on Twitter and say, yes, this is verified. I have talked to the same sources, so on and so forth. So what you're saying is this has the rumor mill label on it. However, this is this is, this is pretty as, as far as we can tell, this is real. Yeah, well, I don't, that's what I want to say. However, it's this is not a surprise at all. Like, I really feel like the last round of layoffs that, you know, we experienced this year has had just such a profound effect and low morale. We've been hearing reports of that for the longest time now. So to find out that high level people are leaving and it's because of low morale and specifically regarding their esports division, not a surprise. No, Although let's, let's talk about for a moment exactly what it is they're not happy with. They're not happy with uh, Pete uh, Valistelica, and they're not happy with the direction of esports and the way in which um, uh, the way in which the entire thing is going. And so this okay, is coming so from the a Dextro article. Uh, really where quickly, it says, who is Pete? Well, uh, Pete uh, Valstelica is the president and CEO of Activision Blizzard Esports. He joined the company in 2006 from Fox Sports. And I'm reading, of oh, course, from the, from the Dexter uh, 2 article. Sorry, D-E-X-E-R-T-O. If you guys are listening and tell us how to pronounce your website, I'd really appreciate it. In <laughs> previous role at Fox, he so oversaw their digital output and content creation. Some people at Blizzard feel this doesn't necessarily equip them to make the decisions about what is best for sports. Right. Due to because, the difference between the markets. Yeah, because real sports and the people who watch real sports participate in real sports and buy things for real sports, merchandise, etc. Tickets, what have you. Those people translate so well to esports, right? No. <laughs> so these guys are making decisions based on their experience in a different market and thinking that it will translate. Well, the big mistake they're making in, in my estimation, and then I'm going to give it to you fully to go full fairy dragon on this. But the biggest mistake they're making is that esports is still unknown territory. We don't know what it's supposed to look like. It's still relatively young. I mean, if you if the the modern esports as we know it starts with StarCraft II esports. Yes, there were esports before that, but modern esports as we know it is StarCraft II and beyond. Well, we have what no I no can... idea what all of it is supposed to look like, and so people are coming from previous ventures and thinking it should look like x okay we don't I, know that it should look like x yet we i don't know i don't think like. so i i i disagree esports has been around for a very long time and yes, yes it's evolving what but I there said, are though, major those, markets out there already with people with extensive experience from like dota to lull you know you can tap into that but even like, those even those are still are still modern esports has only been around since 2010. It's less than a full decade old. And all of this is still, if you watch if you watch Dota and if you watch LOL and if you watch Rocket League or any of the big esports, they're still trying to be like ESPN. Yeah, they're which not, is is fine, but I, I don't think they want what to I'm try saying, What I'm saying is that, and what I was saying, 
was that we have no idea what esports is supposed to look like. I, I the, disagree. The attempt, the attempt to force it to look like regular sports, which is what everyone has done up until now, is part of why there are some problems with it and why I think Blizzard esports has had the struggles that they're having. And this is the issue that, they're, that, that the article is pointing out with the problem with you know Pete, who I'm not going to bother... Uh, with his last name anymore yeah. just pete mayor pete right <laughs> well, no, like mayor pete we another like pete. pete with a horrible last name but the problem they're having with pete is that he's trying to translate he's trying to translate traditional sports to sports yes and i think and, that's and a I problem in i think that's a problem in esports in general i i disagree with that when when you when you hear when you hear people talk about esports they they try to talk about how close Sports, sports, and I don't think that's a good idea. I think esports should be its own thing. I, th- I don't agree. think it should be, that, and I don't think it should be beholden to being broadcast the way that traditional sports have been broadcast, which is what I think a lot of esports have been have fallen on. And I think that Heroes of the Storm HGC, and to a lesser extent, the current model that's being used in Hearthstone in the Grandmaster series, is a little too much like. Uh, trying to create a weekly league in the same vein of the NFL. And I don't necessarily think that esports has to or should be that. Okay. I, there, there's just so much because it was kind of, um, there was a lot of stuff that you covered. Mm-hmm. I don't think that trying to emulate the format or professionalism of regular sports is inappropriate. I think that the success you have in various markets shows that that format can work. I do think that it's wrong or inappropriate to bring someone in from traditional sports and to assume that that experience will translate into esports. And I think the direction that has things have been going and the low morale, not listening to the actual people who are on the ground floor, trying to tell some Fox CEO that he's wrong and he's not listening. Like, you you know, no surprise that they're having troubles here. So I, I don't think that esports becoming more professional, uh, having a more professional or sports format is an issue. I do think trying to, force esports like you're saying into the to the you know regular you know physical sports peg hole that's not going to work well let's be clear about what i'm saying i'm not having a problem with professionalism i did not say that and i did not imply that (laughs) i have a problem with the with the presentation of esports as sports as parody and what i'm saying is that still don't know what esports is supposed to look like. Okay. Well, I, I don't... still growing. I, I don't know how you... When you... Because we don't know, we don't know what the end game of, of fully evolved esports is. Because when you, you, you want to compare esports to sports, we should compare what's going on right now to the very early days of Major League Baseball the pre-World Series days in the, in the 1900s, or in the, in the 1800s. In the well, 1900s. all I can say is that I hope eSports does not become like the major league sports that we have today because yeah. I think, you know, like take 
the wrestling world. I think it was so much better when they were all broken up in their individual organizations and had a lot more heart and, you know, passion. And then when it became, you know, I, you're, you're, I know you're a wrestling fan. They're not yes. the WWE. What are they now? They're still the WWE. Okay, so they used to be like the W... WF and the WWWF. And before that, there were there was a territory system. But I know what you're, I know what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, I um, just feel like that, you know, territory system that they used to have. And, you know, I guess what you're talking about is my fear would be that it becomes this huge, like, mega organization where, like, all, you know, the different publishers are, like, beholden to them or something. And, and I think Blizzard wants it to be that. I think Epic Probably. I'm, I'm sure a lot I of them want Riot to. Riot wants it to be that. Yeah, I'm sure. Be, they want to sit on the mountain. They want to well, they're it all. Overwatch is exactly what we're talking about. But anyway, I think we really diverged from the original topic, and we I think. Did, but that... but let's let me let me swing it back into the topic because this okay. is what people don't like about it is that this focus on making money and commercializing esports instead of making good programs for the community, which is what we're both talking about in kind of a roundabout way, is why everyone doesn't yeah. like working with Pete. So Royal Light, you've been involved with Pete? Heroes esports. Can I eat Pete? No. <laughs> oh. You've been involved with Heroes Esports almost since the beginning on the community level. Yes. What, what does esports need to be and where why is Blizzard getting this so wrong? Well, okay, I this is like a huge topic in itself. Break so, it down into parts. Start by eating the left leg. Okay. Well, okay, so basically, I always felt that Blizzard was astroturfing their esports and spending way too much money and not organically growing and relying on more of the community to provide the growth. If you look in the beginning um, of the uh, tournament organizations, there was a lot of them and they were popping up. And, you know, they had their sponsors and their prizes and all this other stuff. Because that's how esports on an organic level starts is, you know, people coming together, getting the experience, figuring out the rules, figuring out, um, you know, how the game should, how these tournaments should be run. And the, the fact that Blizzard just dumped in all this money and astroturfed well they killed off the actual grassroots by by applying the astroturf they killed the underlying the you know so what ended up happening is very few organizations remained with the experience to uh and the connections to get you know sponsors or prizes what have you so when h GC, you know, was canceled. The very few were actually actually capable of handling big prize pool esports for heroes, and, and that's sad because had they not killed them off and just let it grow organically, I think we would have a lot healthier scene and people coming into it and having their passion grow through it. Instead of it being like forced down your throat with, you know, 
Twitch and, you know, just the AstroTurf that they did. So what can Blizzard do to, uh, I mean, okay, first of all, we, we know the first thing they should be, if these articles are on point and this morale is this low, um, I'll be the first to say it. Val, Val, um, Pete, uh, Val, Valstelica has to go. Yeah, I mean, I, but I think this is not the only issue. This isn't the first time we've been hearing this. We've yep. been hearing this a lot about upper management not uh, adhering to the core beliefs that surround the orc statue outside the Blizzard headquarters. That they have been um, leading their team in a direction when the team who has the experience, the know-how, and understanding are telling him this is the wrong way to go. They are literally being like the Leroy Jenkins and running into the room and cracking all the eggs with the team outside, you know, trying to figure out the plan of how to do it right. Mm -hmm. So what should Blizzard, aside from dump uh, Valstelica, who they probably can't dump, he's probably got a huge contract and dumping them would be almost impossible. Yeah, some parachute, golden parachute. Yeah, let's focus on, let's focus on Heroes Esports. How could they do something to actually make Heroes Esports grow better? Or should they not do anything? I don't really think they should do too much. I think they can encourage the community uh, organizations and leaders who have stepped up by providing them, you know, support in terms of, you know, whether putting them on a twit on Twitter, their Twitter or their launcher you know, things of that nature, but really they should just let, they've killed the grass. The AstroTurf has been removed. We got barren wasteland here. So it has to be regrown. And there's a lot of promising sprouts, you know, the Heroes Hype. We'll talk about 50K. Yeah. The Heroes Hype 50K uh, prize pool. Mm -hmm. That's what we need more of. And once, okay, so I've actually talked to uh, investors. Um, what do you call them? Angels? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think they're called angel investors where they come in with a lot of money for your promising or, uh, company or organization and they, you know, in, give you their investment and then, you know, you're supposed to produce, you know, whatever results. Um I'm not an investor, but I had meetings with them because I was asked to give my insight into the Heroes Esports scene. And my biggest takeaway from those meetings was how much investors paid attention to how many communities there were out there who were organically creating their own tournaments. And that was really fascinating because there's always been sort of this um, thinking of there should be one and everyone should support them and, and they should be doing it right, which is okay to do, but you shouldn't be stamping out the little communities who are creating their own tournaments. You should be like trying to, um, you know, encourage growth 
in any way means possible. And so I always thought that was just really interesting that one of the factors that investors determined the health of an esports scene was how many people on their own individually were forming their little groups and starting up tournaments. Because if you had a lot of people starting up their little tournaments and running their little communities, that meant that the, the game had a lot of potential and growth. If you only had one and it was just the one, then it meant that the community was really small, that there wasn't that much interest in the game. And I just thought that was really fascinating. So what needs to happen is the growth needs to return. Those little tournaments that were there in the beginning need to come back, those little organizations. Yep. All right. So we're hoping morale improves at Blizzard. We're hoping that this blows over. We're still big fans. That's why we do a podcast. I don't think that they're going to figure it out until they hit rock bottom, and they haven't hit rock bottom. No, no, and BlizzCon Selena didn't help. But let's move on to happier things. Brightwing. Yes? Who did you eat today? Well, I can't eat him yet, but he's on the menu, let's Mm -hmm. just say. Uh, The happy birthday Billy Mount. So the reason I can't eat him yet is, you know me and my gold problems. Uh, I can't buy him yet. You loot box lottery, did <laughs> Yes, I did. So, But I'm up to 6K now, and he's 10K. So uh, I'm getting there. And then finally, when I get my hands on him, I'll be blowing out those candles and having me some goat cake. So how is the goat meat? Well, I don't know yet. Um, I haven't bought them yet, but I I hope it's good. I mean, there's cakes and candles, and I have no idea what that weird face is. The face that we have seen floating around, because this, yeah, all these Do you know anything about that? <laughs> um, only that it's some guy named Billy, and it's a prank. We don't have a whole lot of details on that. Is he on the dev team? Or I is he on the dev? Wow. I think it's a mystery that people are supposed to look into. Okay. And maybe well, we shouldn't uh, spoil it too much. That is a interesting severed head that kind of floats around, but that's okay. That's my sprinkles. You're you're gonna eat faces on your cakes? It's sprinkles. Alright then. There's so, also Oh, oh yeah, you go. You take it. Okay. There's also the uh, the uh, Glory to the Firstborn bundle out there that has the Weaver mounts that you can get. I've seen them in game. I'm not really interested in what look like a cross between slugs and centipedes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not from the Star River, uh, Starcraft universe. Did you almost I... call it the Starburst universe? Yes. <laughs> I like you know. Candies, Starburst, yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't know what these things were. No idea. I thought they were a slug. I asked people, I posted on Twitter, I was like, oh, what's this? It looks like a slug. And they're like, Royal, what do you mean? It's the Reaver mounts. And they were like super excited about them. Apparently, this is a very popular um, unit from StarCraft. 
Uh, they still look like slugs to me, and watching them when people ride them, they move like slugs. So I don't get it. But well, you know, I do know they're Protoss, and all I can say is Protoss players, y'all's weird. Oh, really? I, I, I get Zerg Starcraft. Players. Starcraft I get is. Players. I I don't understand this conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, right I'm, now. I'm walking away from this one. Okay. <laughs> all right, and let's end on another positive note. We want to talk about the community spotlight this week, and I have been tuning in as much as I can to Wednesday nights uh, for Fight Night on uh, twitch.tv slash Heroes Hearth, which is where we get to see matches uh, from what's remaining of the pro scene. It's one of many uh, areas where the scene is starting to grow back up. We just spent Yay! a long time ranting about the, the death of esports and Blizzard overreaching on esports and astroturfing, but we're starting to see some of those sprouts of growth, and Heroes Hearth has been really kind of pushing it. And so if you go on Wednesday nights at twitch.tv slash Heroes Hearth, you can watch Jay Howe and Haloran uh, call some games. Uh, Heroes Hearth head honcho workhorse will occasionally show up. And a guy who is who is similar to, but different enough from, former Heroes Hearth uh, player McIntyre, known as Mac Daddy, will show Ooh. up in shades and sunglasses and cool talk that all the kids like. To drop some codes on the chat. Oh, that's fun. I I do have uh. I I need to mark my calendar with this because I've been missing this, and it's just been sounding amazing, and it's something that I really want to be a part of. It's some good games. It's some good casting. I wish there was more of it, because I was the person who was watching all of the from Friday to Sunday. All of it. Korea all the way through America. Wow. Dedication. Uh, obsession. Oh, well, I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. No, no, it was straight up obsession. Okay. It was it, it was just good. <laughs> I was mainlining hot esports. <laughs> wow. It was good. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Oh, but we get our we get our our methadone version of hot sports on Wednesday nights now, and type me. All right. Well, at least it satisfies the addiction a little bit from the. But if there's no heroes esports at BlizzCon, there will be a riot. Yeah, the riot may be contained in my office. There will be a riot. Contained to your office. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's gonna just gonna be me getting mad. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let's end this show. Uh, you can find us on social media at Q for Fun on Twitter. We don't have any other social media accounts set up. We're on Spotify. You can search for us as Q for Fun there. And if you've got Woo-hoo! questions for the show, you can email us at Q for Fun at Big thunder, thunder, uh, uh here in Michigan. If you can hear that, through. yes, I love thunder. Well, I hate and thunder lightning. and lightning because it makes my wife feel miserable. She's got Aww. arthritis and migraine. Oh, so, I'm sorry to hear. I love thunder and lightning, but now I have to hate it. So, Royalette, where, to hate it. Yeah. Royalette, where can you be found? On Twitter at Royalite. And I can be found at Anne underscore Elise. That's Anne with 
And we hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you've got feedback or you want to add more to our discussion and debate, please go ahead and send in any comments or questions email or to the Twitter, and we'll try and respond to them next week. Roy Light? Yes? Lead us out. May the core fall in your favor.